0: Align Your Practice podcast with Dr. Cliff Fisher, where your best practice and life awaits you. Are you tired of running a practice on your own? We want to come alongside you with experts to help you create your dream practice and your dream life. Here is your host. All right, Tribe. Welcome back to Align Your Practice with Dr. Cliff and Dr. Joe, brought to you by Align Life, where we want to give you the tools to find and create your aligned Life. Today I'm super excited. Last time we talked about EOS and traction and today we're gonna dive into you as a person, you as a team member, you as a doctor, but like all those personal things and kind of doing that year end review. We talk about all these business things, but like now it's like, how do we finish strong? Cause the best way I know to start strong is to finish strong. So Joe, I'd love to dive into this topic with you.
1: So yeah, we, we talked about meeting rhythms in a previous podcast and it was like annual offsite management of the year or uh, annual um training i'm sorry strategy session our quarterly pulse meetings our our uh, weekly meetings we talked about that structure that architecture of meeting rhythms but now we're talking about how you end your year in the department you run or your job detail or if you're an owner and you're you're the head of the organization or a manager wherever you may be and and also just thinking about you as a human as your experience you obtained over last year and what do you want to change about the experience you're going to have next year in your life, your relationships, your business, your leisure. Like what is it that's going that you want out of the next year versus this year? So first you got to end and see where you're at and you got to decide in your business. You said you were going to double the business and you went up 10%. Why? What leadership qualities did you present and what, didn't you, didn't you possess? What contradictions in your core values were on the table? Where did you waste time? What relationships should you end that are impeding you to have the confidence you need to scale what you need to scale? How's your personal relationships? Did you invest enough time, enough energy, enough focus? How about your children? How about your leisure? How about your body, your exercise, your fitness, your health? I mean, this is a time where you, not the business, take some time, but there's always gonna be a business layer because you're looking at how you're produced as a person for your job detail. Um, but I'm excited about this. I know you're all about innately human potential, Cliff. That's some of your life purpose, helping people reach potential. So I haven't done this as much, Cliff. I spend so much time looking at the business side. So when you brought this up, it really resonated with me. And I, I'm passionate about it because I want to <laughs> exercise myself. But uh, give us your insight. As, uh I, you've helped me understand uh, business is just the interaction of people and people's really the essence of everything. Uh, the business is just frameworks of movements and ideas and processes, but it's really about the humans inside the business. So give your innate genius around that and what you wanted to present today.
0: All right. So I think I, I want to talk about the people. And so one of the things I believe at my core is leaders build people and people build businesses. And so that's why I put so much time into building myself. Cause if I can be a better leader, I can build a, a better like team member and a t- better team member can build a better business. And so one of the things like I did last year, Joe and you and I were talking about it. And if you, you're on video, great if you're not, but I have my notebook here where it's like, here's my, my six businesses. Here's what I want to accomplish in each of them. And you know, what I do is I, I'll typically around my quarterly meeting time, I'll sit down and review those Am I on track, off track because the one thing I know fundamentally about, like we talk about the problem, but we're not talking about the problem. Like just like patients, they come in and they're like, the problem is my back pain. And the chiropractor's like, no, the problem is your subluxation, but really the problem is the life effect. So same thing with this, like on mine, the one, like my number one goal this year, and I totally bombed it, I got 20 pounds closer, but I was weighing in around two, two, like 213, and I wanted to get to 176, and I landed around 194, and so now I'm like, so who do I need to become to get there? So that's going to stay on there again. That'll be my number one goal is my health is my priority. Because in the past, I've always put my wife as my number one priority. And my wife has always put herself as the number one priority. And I'm, I've am i always admired that and then didn't like it. Like it was always a rub. <laughs> like, Wait a minute, you're my number one priority. I should be your number one priority. And, you know, she was really right in that because, she sh- she's able to show up to our relationship whole and complete and the greatest version of herself where I'm showing up like I'm not doing certain things because I make the excuse that, oh, I didn't do this or I didn't do that because of whatever. So. But think yeah. about that.
1: Like, that's what we're saying is like there's a gap. Let's say you didn't put your health as a priority and then you do. And what does it do for business and relationships? That's your that's always your point is that we have to feel good believe in ourselves take care of ourselves which is interesting because you're so selfless as a human that you're not you're negating that on your own right but what you've taught all of us over <laughs> the last 10 years is about the human about the person about you and your value and when you have high value take care of yourself so it's an interesting lesson for you learned and an experience that you've given us about uh human potential because if we just stay business, business, business to build a business, you're going to have gaps. It's about building you as a human. And then how you present yourself to the world and to your staff is how your staff's going to present themselves and then how the patients are going to perceive your team. So it's a cultural thing. So Cliff and I want you to spend two, three, four hours and asking questions. And if you would, wouldn't mind, Cliff, listing off some questions that are Meaningful and create some creativity around their year, uh, that would be great. I know you had some ideas there that could help them.
0: Yeah, so one of my and again, if you're on camera with this, you can see it, but it's called "Living Your Best Year," and this was uh, Darren Day, like a, a daring Har- Darren Hardy book. And one of my friends in my accountability group says, "Oh, I'm doing this again with my wife." I'm like, "What's this?" And he told me a little bit about it, and I'm like, "All right, I'm ordering the book." So I ordered the book and. The last month and a half, I've been writing down all the things um, about this, but it talks about a year in review. And so like this episode's really about how do you review your year? And so some of the things we don't ask ourselves enough is like, and Joe, you talked about it in, in, the, in the book, The Road Less Stupid, they talk about having that thinking chair. And so mine's right over there. It looks like everything's there. I have a little table beside of it. I have a speaker if I want to listen to any classical music. And I just sit down and I think for about two to three hours a week. Um, So I do, I do this, I kind of do what he recommended. I was like, I'm going to do an hour every day. And that, that just did not happen. But I did, I'm like two to three hours I can definitely do. So some of the greatest questions or some of the questions out of this book that I just really loved. So what's the 10 greatest happenings of last year? So what is 10 of the best things that happened to you last year? Then another one was, I'm most proud of these three accomplishments from the last year. Then the next one is three lessons I've learned from the last year, that's probably one of my favorites. Like I'm like, whoa, the lessons are good. Three personal improvements I've made in the past year. Um, if I could go back and do it again, I would do these three things differently last year. Like I was like, Whoo, like kind of a gut shot. Some of these are gut shots, especially looking back at them. And I know this year I'm gonna be more thoughtful because this is one of those things you just sit down and do every year. The greatest influences, products, people, viewpoints or others on me this last year, smartest decisions I've um, made last year and uh, most caring service I performed last year. And then the biggest risk I took last year, the most important relationships improved last year. And one word that best sums up and describes last year's experience. Three things I need to do less of this next year. Three things I need to do more of in the next year. And three things I need to stop doing altogether in the next year. And I think I've always had a start stop doing list, but I'd never like brought it down to the three things. I just had a big list. Now I'm like, okay, these are the three things. So again, it's bringing that focus in. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great
1: exercise. So great questions to uh, leave the podcast listeners uh, with that they could write down and spend that time at the end of the year. I think that will create a meaningful time for you alone to reflect on the year. Because what we what I always talk about is that. We have the the very similar circuitry in our brain. Uh, We live in a mind-numbing monotony of life. The way we experience life, we we get up on the same side of the bed, sleeping on the same pillow in the same position, and we go to the same shower and wash ourselves the same way. If you were not that we're going to videotape you, but if we did, (laughs) you're washing yourself the exact same way to a T. You brush your teeth the same way with the same hand, the same. you know, the same time of the day, usually. Then you eat the same food, get in the same car to go to the same job, the same way on the road and meet the same people. (laughs) So what (laughs) happens to the brain is you have circuitry that is really refined and it really stops creativity because you're in mind-numbing monotony in your life. So to expand consciousness, you need either a pattern interrupt or something, either an adversity, which is a blessing in life that gets you to stop your current circuitry, makes you open up your neurological uh, abilities in your your cognition in order to experience life through a different lens by adversity. Adversity is some of the biggest blessings we have to change circuitry or meditation where you're actually opening the circuitry's ability to expand because you're not so refined in your thinking. So those are the two ways that, or just conscious thought of what Cliff is recommending is sit down and think about the experiences. That's a third way. So if you don't want the adversity or you don't have an adversity right now, that's a blessing to change consciousness. Then uh, you could do meditation to open or you can reflect and spend time thinking and saying, you know what? I'd like to experience life with more preparation. I'm not going to be late anymore. I'm going to prepare. I'm going to this year. I'm going to be on time every time. That's my thing this year. I'm going to, and I'm speaking for myself. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And maybe you have two things, but when it comes to your own consciousness, be careful. It's not a rock, it's not just a goal, it's consciousness. And to change consciousness, it's one of the hardest things to do. So you have to pick one, maybe two, for overall consciousness. And it, it's amazing what it's gonna do, your relationships in your business and grow your business when you process this way. Hopefully that was helpful, but I think that self-awareness to how the brain processes but the brain is, uh, if you look at uh, cerebral plasticity, the ability of your brain to actually process and change, your, bil- your brain has been proven to secrete insulin if you lose your pancreas. Crazy. It doesn't normally secrete insulin. So your brain can give off heat. Your brain can process uh, metabolic functions if other parts of your body don't. Your brain is insane. I wanna end with one story and then I want you to give your brilliance around this topic. And it was, uh, I was at a conference, it was an even pagan seminar. One of the speakers up there was talking about the ability of evolution to occur in minutes or hours in the human race due to um, our consciousness. And he said that we evolve uh, in consciousness in many different ways, not just physical, but in our consciousness. And what he said is that there were some Navy divers that were uh, underwater explanation for um, and the pipelines, and it was cloudy water. And they had to, I don't know if they were planting a bomb, I don't know if they were fixing a pipe, but they have to navigate through a matrix of underwater piping mechanisms. And it was so cloudy they couldn't see anything. And it's just the way it always is in this one area of the ocean. So an engineer decided to create uh, an infrared camera on their mask to see what's in front of them and they put a pad on their mouth. So if you're watching on video, the pad was like this, it was on their tongue. And if there was a pipe uh, gonna show up right here, it would put a pressure point right here. There's there was a pipe right ahead, it'd be a pressure point on the tongue. If it was on the side, it would hear. And they said they could watch these Navy divers navigate through hundreds of pipes, quarter of miles of pipes, and never hit anyone, never bump into anything, because they were seeing through their tongue. they were able to perceive how to navigate. And if they had to get to pipe number 180 in this big matrix, they could get right there by feeling pressure points on their top. Long story, but that's cerebral plasticity. And that's what we can do as, as a race. If we spend the time meditating, going through questions Cliff is giving us, dealing with adversity as a blessing versus Uh, an apathetic victimhood mindset that allows you to live in adversity, not experience the blessing of adversity and expand your horizon by having the pattern interrupt. So that's my, that's my uh, view, uh, Cliff.
0: (laughs) So I'm going to lean on a couple words you said in the past. And I think in this space, like it's just about doing it. It's not about doing it perfect. It's about giving yourself grace. We have different expectations for ourselves than we do other people. And what this is about is really about how do you create and define success because you're going to chase it the rest of your life. And then what do you want to create in the next year? Don't be a victim in this, like be the creator in this God put you on this planet to be a creator, not a victim or a slave. And so in this space, like take your time, create the life that you want, you know, no matter where you're at, you have a choice in your attitude on how you show up. And so, and I learned this from Dr. Franson, but like, the a peer process. So assess, plan, prepare, execute, assess, and repeat. And so create that consistency, create that rhythm. This honestly is the first year I have my goals from last year on this piece of paper. I've reviewed them quarterly and now I'm, you know, getting ready to do my review and what I'm going to goal setting next year. And I was like, wow, I was a little aggressive in my goals on some of the things. And so now I'm going to change it because I've done it once already. If I didn't have that, I would just make the same mistake. So Having a notebook or having a a book to be able to go back to is really critical. And then, you know, have fun with it. And on the next podcast, what I'd love to talk about is just gratitude. I think we talk about accomplishing and doing all these things. But really what came up for me is I would just love to spend a few minutes in the next episode and really talk about having gratitude for what we have, because everybody talks about all their problems but we don't talk about all the things that are great in our life. So that's what I want to spend the next episode on. This first one, though, really assess your last year, finish strong, get ready to go in the next year strong or the next quarter, when, whenever you're listening to it, the next season. And so thanks for sharing the story, Joe. That's super interesting about the brain.
1: Yeah, I think, um, you know, time of self-reflection is, <laughs> in business or in your personal life is vital. And that's what all these things are. We're looking at, let's go back to the tactical business side. When we look at monthly meetups, when we look at uh, monthly weekly meetings, looking at a stat, when you do the end of year, it's all about taking a stop, reflecting on outcome. Are we happy with what we did? Or else we're back to the mind numbing monotony. And we're gonna roll right through this year with the same behaviors into next year, carrying the same behaviors, the same uh, stories, the same um, excuses restrictions and excuses that we have in our growth. And we're probably going to create the same outcome if we don't stop here. This is the time to stop self-reflect, look at the reality. I love what Cliff said. I was a little bit aggressive in my goals. What does that do for Cliff this next year? He's better. What is it going to do next year when he says I nailed the goal or, uh, or he's still a little bit too aggressive. I'm, I'm still a little bit too, optimistic, and he gets even more refined. What happens is you state an expectation and you deliver it. Once you get through a couple of rounds of this, you just deliver on expectation Because our yeah. self-awareness is we think we can do all this and for with this much work, we all do. And this self-reflection gets us to be locked in and we just produce, right? That's the beauty of this.
0: Yeah, because last year when I sat down, I'm like, oh, this is what I want to create where now I have four, I have four pages from each quarter or yeah, or three quarters of how I did. So now when I'm setting the next goal, like for one of the offices, I was, we were spot on. We hit every single goal. Another office, I was too aggressive and I know why. And now I'm changing my goals based on that. So having that information versus like, oh, let me see if I remember why I was thinking that last year.
1: And that's uh, that's tuition. It's, it's uh, the scar tissue yeah. of, of the journey itself. The, the shame is many people don't even get that data set because they're not stopping and looking at results. So um, hope this was helpful for everyone. I think that this is a great lesson that's going to help you improve yourself, which is going to have an impact to your business.
0: All right, tribe. So finish strong, create your aligned life. Don't be a victim be that victor because you know god put you on here to make conscious choices so be conscious in your life instead of unconscious so thank you awesome. guys very much for opportunities to build your dream practice presented by dr fisher reach out to align life centers for natural health at com.